0: She's going to break bread for us today. Amen. She's going to give us what God says. Amen. I want you to encourage, be encouraged. I want you to hear the word of God. You know, we can do all kinds of things. We can say this and say that. But nothing but the word of God is going to hold us up in this troubled time. That's going to help us. Amen. And we want to hear the word. The word will bring bring life, the Word will set you free, the Word will deliver you, amen, the Word will comfort you in such a time. So let us prepare our hearts and minds that God will drop a word on us, amen. Now it's not enough to hear the Word, but James tells us that we must be a, a doer of the Word. Amen. So we take that word, we apply it to our life. And at this time, Minister Christine Jackson from Azusa House Fellowship is coming, and she's
1: going to break bread for us today. God bless you. God bless you. Praise the Lord, everyone. What an honor and a privilege it is to be, first of all, in the land of the living and to be among the saints of God. How many know that it could have been the other way? We praise God, hallelujah, that gives us an opportunity to yet be in his presence, yet to fulfill the things that he's called us to do, and to be light and salt in this dark and trying time, and we all know that the times are dark, they're dim, but guess what? We are the walking light. We are the servants of the Lord Jesus that he has called and, used and will use us, and we use us And if we do certain things, as his word says to do, to help those that are struggling, those that are afraid, and those that are scared. So let us look to the Lord in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just bless you on this day, God. We do not take it lightly, O Lord, that you, Lord God, have given us yet another day, another day to awake, Lord God, to your glory, Lord God, to your provision, to your protection, to your healing, Lord God. And, Lord God, to give us the things that you have at the with to do the work that you've called us to do. Yes, we're living in terrible times, Lord God, but there's nothing too hard for you. There is nothing impossible, God, as your word says to those who believe. So we come to you as humbly as we know how, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we ask, O oh God, that we just lay ourselves down, prostrate before you, Lord God, allowing you, Lord God, to use us in the way that you see fit. Let these lips of clay, Lord God, only what you would have to be released unto your people, and God, for a time such as this, let the words, Lord God, not just rest on our hearts and lay dormant, but let us, Lord God, be quickened in our spirit to see what it is that you would have us to do next. So we thank you and we praise you, God, that your holy word comes forth. We thank you and love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord again, everyone. I'm going to ask if you would turn in your Bibles to Psalm 62, and um, I'll be reading in your hearings verses 1 through 8. If you can hear me okay, can you just give me a thumbs up that it's clear, and you hear I'm coming through clearly? Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, let us start again in Psalm 62, 1 through 8. 62, 1 through 8. Give you a moment to find it, and then we will begin with, thus saith the Lord, amen? Before I start, if I would have a tag for this message in this time, in this season, in this place where we all are, I speak not only to the body of Christ who are on the line, but I speak to the world through the word of God, especially this message for times like this. And the word taxes message title, it's a dual title. The first title would be Just Wait. Just Wait. And then if there was a secondary title, the secondary title would be, would be What's Next, God? What's Next? So we have two titles the primary and the secondary just wait, and what's next, God? Amen? Okay, I'll start with uh, Psalm 62, and I'll be reading in your hearing verses 1 through 8. How many know that in times like this, we need to be still, we need to wait, we need to hear from God on what's next, because we are on the battlefield, and as Pastor lines amen so much is going on all over some within our immediate families some within extended families neighbors friends colleagues a lot's going on right now so being still waiting on the lord and knowing for yourself not what joe tells me i need to be doing right now in this season what is god saying for this time It's strategic and lives are in the balance. Lives are in the balance. And we know there are, of course, two sides to life. There's the spiritual side and then there's the natural side. And we as disciples of Jesus Christ focus on not so much the physical death, but the spiritual death. Amen? Mm -hmm. He would want that no one would perish and be lost and found without hope with no eternity in Christ Jesus So, it's the things again that he's called us to do, and he has called each one of us. We all are ministers of the gospel, whether we want to receive it, whether we feel we're not worthy, whether we feel we're not equipped. For a time as this, there are few laborers, but the harvest is plenty. No need to fight over territory. We're needed everywhere. Amen. Wherever our feet tread to be is where we can share the gospel of Jesus Christ so let us read Psalm 62 1-8 through eight. my soul waits in silence for God only from him is my salvation he only is my rock and my salvation my stronghold I shall not be greatly shaken how long will you assail a man that you may murder him all of you like a leaning wall like a tottering fence. They have counseled only to thrust him down from his high position. They delight in falsehood. They bless with their mouth, but inwardly they curse. My soul wait in silence for God only, for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I shall not be shaken. On God, my salvation and my glory rest, The rock of my strength, my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us. That's great news on today. Amen? That is great news on today. That alone we can chew on for quite a while. Amen? We have a waiting place. We have a resting place in Jesus. So I'm going to ask the question on today. How many times were we given instruction, but we relied on our own intellect, our own reasoning, and we proceeded to do or say something that did not turn out in our favor or even cause someone else to stumble? We must wait for clear guidance and direction from the Holy Spirit. Just to give you some natural examples, because you know, remember now we are, yes, in this world, but we're not of it. We encountered the same things that Jesus encountered. And just as he had to wait through his ministry, there are times and periods we have to wait. So I'll give a few examples. I'll start with this morning. As we attempted to log in, you know, some of us had technical difficulties, but as I looked up on the screen, I saw, please. Wait. The meeting host will let you in soon. Now, in order for us to make connectivity, there had to be someone on the other end to let us in. Amen? And it was our host, Chaplain Daniel. That's just one example of waiting. If you want to put this in the natural tense. How about this? How many times have you been on an aircraft believing that You would land at the time you were supposed to land in the next city or country, but you notice before the takeoff, the pilot has you in the aircraft on the tarmac, but there's something that's going on before we take off. We're waiting. We are waiting for instruction that's given to him so that the takeoff will ensure a safe flight and a safe landing. Isn't that just like Jesus? It's just like Jesus. He gives us instructions. When to go, when to not go, when to say yes, when to say no, when to answer, when not to answer, how to answer, and who to encounter. Someone we might know, another example is someone in distress. How many times have we found ourselves saying, look, don't do nothing. Just wait till I get there. Just wait. And in the waiting period, we never know on the other end, while in the waiting period, what could be taking place. And remember, we can't see because we're not there. And what could be about to happen. Isn't that like Jesus? When he puts a pause on us and tells us, just wait until the next instruction is given. It's no different. It's the natural and the spiritual. How about those who love to bake? Now, we know that uh, not too much bacon is going on in this culture. It it really isn't, not from scratch. Remember the days of mother and grandma in the kitchen? And you really literally had to tippy-toe through the kitchen if you even went through the kitchen. Because if they were baking bread, one wrong move, okay, that yeast would destroy everything. Because the yeast would, would, would have to be left to bring forth a good product, a good bread, just like when we walk with Jesus. And, you know, the Word of God says in Matthew 13 and 33, it was a parable likened to the kingdom of heaven as Uh leaven. And as the woman hid the three packs of flour until it was leaven. Uh So, again, with God and his timing, by us being obedient and waiting for the right time, Finished product is what he would grant it to be. Amen. How about this one? Isaiah 40 and 31. Yet those who wait on the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like an eagle. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. And for the body of Christ right now, supernatural strength. Supernatural strength. The natural strength in this season is not going to get it because if we look at what we see in the natural, we would go down, but we have an anchor that is not movable. We have an anchor that's going to carry us through this. Not only will he carry us through all of this, he's going to give us the strength. He's going to give us the fortitude. He's going to give us spiritual eyes not just to see what we can't see, because you know, if you look out the window, we can't see the storm that's raging, but we know it's out there. We hear it every day, COVID-19. We hear it from people who call. We hear it from people who text. We hear it from people uh, on the television. It's all around us. But see, he will give us strength. And how many know right now, let's be honest, right now, the strength that we have when we're going through this, don't you scratch your head sometimes and say, wow, God, this gotta be, you, because I should be falling apart right about now, only God can give us the strength to mount up with wings like an eagle, and how we can run and not get tired, amen, the world is fainting right before our eyes, and they need hope, and the only hope we can give them, yes, we can give them food for those who want to eat, we can give them shelter if we can help them, we can give them food, we can give them money, but right now, right now. The hope is in Jesus, eternal hope, because it's about life and about death, right about now. So we, we walk and we don't become weary. So, you know, we we, we ask ourselves today, well, I, I know about waiting, you know, I, I know sometimes I get anxious. I know that, you know, maybe I should just, you know, sit down and think this thing through. We put our, our own logic and our reasoning in it, into it. But if we practice being patient and waiting on God's timing. So I'm going to share with you today five ways to be patient when waiting on God's timing. And we all, because we walk in this flesh, want to, of course, go ahead of God. We've often been told, okay, now, now, you know, don't go ahead of God because the outcome 99% of the time is not good. It's not favorable. And the thing is, we have to be so strategically inclined with our ears to hear what He's saying, because it not only affects us, but it affects the lives of others. So we gotta hear what. We have to hear clearly from the Lord. So the first one is pray a lot. How many know right now? And I thank the Lord for the prayer lines. I thank the Lord for the Zoom. I thank the Lord for the telephone. Because right now, America needs prayer. America needs prayer. Our family members need prayer. Our neighbors need prayer, amen? Our community needs prayer. Now more than ever, prayer is needed. We should pray for patience and fortitude through the waiting season. So as we're waiting on, okay, God, what's next? We're praying. And we're praying for God to, first of all, reveal the next step of the next season. God, what is it? You know, what do you want me to do next? Who is it today, Lord? Okay? Who needs food, God? And I tell you, and I know we've all experienced it, it's just a small whisper. It's not a shout from heaven. It's a small whisper or or a, or, or, or a warmth in your heart for a person. All we got to do is ask, who is a God? Is it the hairdresser? You know, is it the person coming out of the grocery store? He speaks clearly. And we just have to be in, in, inclined to listen and not, again, put our own reasoning into this. Amen? Third, we should pray for our heart to be open to the work that God is, is, is doing through the current season. It might be something that you say, well, you know what? I, don't, I really don't particularly care. It's not about. Care to do? It's not about. I'm not feeling it today. No, it's about what God is calling us to do. It might not feel comfortable. It's not. It's not going to be comfortable for a, long, a lot of us. But we got to go. He just gave an instruction, just like He gave the disciples. He told them specifically. He sent them out, and He told them to, to go. But the beautiful thing is. He said, when you go, don't take no purse, no script, no extra money, no tunic, and no walking stick. Those are necessities. So that's telling me, okay, God, if I can't take all of that, how's it going to get done? He's already provided it. He just wants us to go. So we are without excuse. Amen on today? We are without excuse. Fourth is praying for transformation and renewal. So God, in this waiting process, transform some stuff in me, my thinking process. Lord God, transform me. Is my love walk right, Lord God? Are there things I'm saying that I shouldn't say, God? Fix me up, Lord. Help me. Help me. Help me, Lord. Renew my thoughts. Renew my mind, Lord God. Take those old thoughts away. Let me look in the room. rear view mirror and see uh, thoughts of unforgiveness out the window let me see thoughts of strife envy jealousy whatever it might be lord god just make me right because how can i help your people if i'm all jacked up can't do it and be effective now you can do it in your own strength but to be effective amen we have to be right and we have to again wait and we have to pray. so number two Read God's word. Staying in the scripture, in seasons of waiting, staying in the scripture. If it's one scripture that you can quote, that brings a life alive, brings you, bring, bring you can feel the the, the uh, yourself coming alive by that one scripture. Meditate on it day and night. Find yourself just reading God's word and getting it down on the inside. It's like rivers of living water. And right now, the seas are raging, and the storms are torrent. So that living water is what's going to be needed to help those that are in need. And as it comes up and comes out, you'll be so amazed and surprised, like, God, that had to be you. Wow. And it's the word of God that's coming to life. The waiting season, and I love this, is likely to be a season of preparation. He's preparing amen he's preparing us this is not I believe that this is minimal imagine a cannon on a, on a battlefield for those who are military I mean you know I've never been military but just imagine that ball that's in that cannon I believe the body of Christ sits right in the in the in the nozzle of that thing and it's going to be like an explosion it's going to be an explosion. We haven't seen anything yet. I, 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 I just feel it in my spirit. We haven't seen nothing yet. And it's the body of Christ that's going to be on the battlefield. It's the body of Christ that is going to bring hope. It's the body of Christ that's going to bring deliverance. And it doesn't take a PhD to do. And that's wonderful to have it. it, it there's nothing wrong with it. But in this season, it's going to take some Jesus. The living water. Amen. Reading God's word gives us dunamis power. Okay? Can't buy it, can't rent it. The dunamis power only comes from the Holy Ghost. So He will give us what to say, when to say it, who to approach, where to go, where not to go. At the same time, He's protecting us. In the midst of all of this, just we just need to be inclined, the small whispers of what God is asking us to do. Third is we need to surrender this process because we are in a process. This is a process. It's a spiritual process. Amen? Our arms, first of all, we need to get it clear. Our arms are way too short to box for God. You're not going to win. So we just need to surrender and be done with it. We must entrust our weights to Him. Okay, God. not feeling this. Okay, but I'm giving it to you. So show me how to be patient. Show me how to be loving, kind. Show me how to, Lord God, be be understanding when I'm talking to people who have different issues or need assistance. God, you're going to have to show me. Please show me because I don't know what to say to this person. I don't have a clue. We need to let go of anger and rage. Leave the rage and anger behind. We got to let it go. That's the hardest thing. You got to lay it down and don't pick it up again. You know why? Because the world itself right now, everybody's angry. Everybody's angry. And they're wondering, God, why? So we got to turn this defeatist attitude of who God really is to know he's a provider. He's a protector. He's a healer. He will take care of you. He will deliver you. I don't care if it's drugs. I don't care if it's alcohol. I don't care if it's homosexuality. It doesn't matter. He'll do it. He will do it. And that's what we have to convey to them. So if I'm angry and mad and all over the place, how can I convey anything? I can't. I can talk all day. But it will have no meaning. And the world reads us like books. Oh, yes. They're watching. Yes, yes. Trust me, yes. they watch us. Yes. They watch us just to see how we're going to react. Yes. How many times I've had neighbors to say, uh, uh, you know, from times past and things that we went through as a family, uh, Miss Christine, you know, everybody's watching y'all. Everybody's watching y'all. You, you, you know, everybody's we're, we're we're watching you and how how you know how you're dealing with all this. You know what? And my reply was, Jesus. Walking with me, Jesus is talking with me. Jesus is right here, He's carrying me through. And you know what? How many of us can say today, if we just acknowledge that it was Him that did it, there's a lot of things I don't even remember. He's so gracious, He wiped them away. He, 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 he as I say, He suspended my memory yes. in certain things yes. for protective purposes. Yes. He'll do that, yes. He will suspend your memory things that were not so pleasant but we had to go through how else could we get on the other side and unless you're broken bruised and crushed I don't think you can really help like. unless you've been through the fire and we all been through the fire in some point or another along the way somewhere but it was all for our good I can say just like David said I was glad that I was afflicted how else would I have known the goodness of the Lord and that's harsh to have lost a son. But all through all of that, this is what came to be. I would have never knew Jesus like I know him now. Never. It was go to work, come home, take care of the family, take care of the house, go to work, go to church. It was a repeat. It was just like this. It was so comfortable. No, but yet there's a dying world. There was a dying and still is, and it's worse now. So it's like, come out of your comfort zone. You're going to go through some things. You're going to to hit some bumps and some storms. It was like a train wreck, if you really want to be honest. That was a train wreck. Imagine a train coming through your chest. But it was the pain, and it was the anguish, and it was the sorrow. But how else would I have come to know Jesus? I wouldn't have. I I, I can honestly say that. It would have never happened because there was too much comfort zone. He couldn't use me up in that. He could So, number four. We want to consider the lessons in the weight. Mm. We need to deal with sin. Mm. Confess it. Yes. Turn away from it. Yes. Turn away from our old ways.
0: Okay. Oh, yes.
1: Now we're talking about transformation here. Yes. Deal with the sin. If it's my thought process, if it's my Thank mouth, you. if it's my body language, fix it, God.
0: Fix
1: it. Please fix it. If we need to forgive, that's what you call heavy lifting, man. That's the heavy lifting. That's hard work. Let it go and forgive. If we need to rid our heart of stubborn habits, let God fix it. Help me, Lord. Strong beliefs that we know that are contrary to the word of God. We know. You know, you know, if we really, really do a face to face We know that there's some things we believe and think that are contrary to the word of God. So let us dig deep and allow God to do his work. Then, number five, begin to focus on the blessings. In the midst of all of this, in the midst of all of the chaos and the pain, the anguish, the heartache, what we see when we see people who are broken, bruised, and crushed, consider and focus on the blessing. So let us try and find joy and blessing where we are instead of focusing on where we're going. Remember the word of God clearly does say also he orders our steps. Amen. So we shouldn't be concerned about where we're going Jesus. because if, if he's ordered my steps, it's going to be a beautiful arrival,
0: mm.
1: my arrival, your arrival, our destination is Jesus and going to be with Jesus. So he's ordering our steps in this process. Amen? I say that if you have gifts and talents and abilities that only you know, we all have different gifts, talents, and abilities. How about saying to God, Lord, okay, I really enjoy doing this. Father, can you bring it alive so that lives can be changed? Can you can you use that gift, God, that, that, that I never really, really put to use? Can you take it, Lord God, and just blow it? So that someone, Lord God, may come to know you from that little kid. Yeah, it could be anything. It could be working with young boys. It could be working with girls. It could be, Lord God, helping the elderly, Lord God. I, 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 it could be ironing clothes, Lord God, for those who can't iron clothes, Lord God. It could be preparing a meal for somebody, Lord God, that you know Father needs to eat. Just use my hands, God. Just use my hands in whatever capacity you see, Lord. I'll go, and at some point, we all said, after we received Christ or came into the knowledge of Christ, I believe we all said willingly. And we and, and we think back, we said, "Lord, use me. I'll go. I, 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 I'll go.
0: Yeah,
1: I'll go. Okay." But some things had to happen along the way to be that I'll go. There had to be some brokenness, some bruising, some crushing, some losses. Amen some disappointment. That's what it took to get to the, I'll go. I'll go. Where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to go, God? (laughs) So as we find joy and blessing and all of this brokenness, and it was interesting, we had taken, Sister Joyce and I had taken the dogs out. It's amazing when you just stop and look at the creation of God now all those times i would go down there i never really took time to be hopeful the beauty of the trees swaying in the wind
0: Mm -hmm. that day was beautiful
1: she had to say look at the trees let us find joy in the blessing and that's a blessing to be able to look up into the sky and just see the clouds the billowing cloud just to to take the time and look at the magnificence of god even in the midst of yeah. he could have burnt this world up. ah no. amen seeing the blessings all around us when your loved one passes through the room just say God I thank you for her Lord I thank you for him oh he's such a blessing oh God thank you being grateful that people are still with us those close to us and those who love us be grateful Be grateful, be grateful, it's a blessing. Even when we find ourselves in a dark season, we have to be vigilant and look for the blessings because in actuality, blessings are all around us. How many times do we use that term? When someone says, oh, how you doing? Oh, I'm blessed, okay, we are blessed. We are so blessed, first of all, first and foremost, The blessing is being able to be in a mindset in physical uh, with physical ability to allow God to use you. That's the best gift. To know that God thought about me? me? I can help somebody? Wow, that's a blessing. And we don't want to take it lightly. We don't want to take it lightly. The importance of waiting on God as our steps are ordered by the Lord, it is he who orders our every step. So we are on safe ground. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans for welfare and not calamity to give you a future and a hope. So let us not throw away the precious gift of waiting. Let us be renewed. Restored. Regenerated. For the master's use. And let's get to work. The clock is ticking. And there's much work to do. And we must work while it's light. Okay? It's dark. It, It is dark right now. But there's time. He's still giving us time. He's still giving us time. So let us put again our gifts in our hands and the works that He has given us to do to good use, and don't count it small that gift that you know He might have given it to you when you were a child. He'll bring it back to your remembrance. Just ask Him about it. You go back to your childhood. I'll never forget that farmhouse in New Jersey in that upper room in the back old house. Me and my sister Stella. I was a teacher. She was a student.
0: <laughs> I had the Bible.
1: And it was her that had to remind me. Chrissy, you know what? She said, Chrissy, remember we were in Jersey? You were the teacher. Remember you were teaching? He will take those things, sometimes that we forget, and make them manifest for a time like this. Who would have ever thought? Go back to your childhood and think and ask God to bring some things to your memory of the gifts that he started back then. He planted them years ago. So we are without excuse. We are. Utilize those gifts. Utilize those gifts and allow God to do his work. And in closing, I want to say, wait, I say, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. God bless you all and I pray that this word that the Lord has given will be a blessing to you and I'll just say two more words three no that's four
0: In times like these, oh, yes, you need a savior. In times like these, you need. from that, that is a powerful word. Amen. That she has, God has downloaded into us. Amen. She's just a messenger. You know not they to say, don't shoot the messenger. back that's what she said reflect back on where you come from reflect back on when you are uh, running around to hear about church. They want to see the church in action. They want to see the love of God. Amen. Your neighbors, they don't want to hear you yelling and screaming and hollering and acting a fool. Amen. Because people don't care, I don't care how well you dress. They want to see how you act. Amen. They want to see how you act. They want to see the love of God in you.
1: Amen.
0: They don't want. It's no pretending. Amen. They want to see the love of God, and we have to wait. That was, I can't stress, and I'm so grateful that uh, it was recorded because I'm going to go back and read this. You to listen to it again? Amen. But that was one powerful word. Amen. I thank God for everyone that has came online. Also, note I believe uh, we have have a holiday coming up too. Let's uh, see what we can do or what we want to do. Also, understand, keep in prayer, keep the whole state the country in prayer because they're opening up here and they're opening up there and we're moving into phase two amen and we're not going to be foolish amen we're going to be wise amen and uh we're looking to also probably by God's grace whether we come back into the United States building amen or what we're going to do but God going to do something amen amen and we we want you mainly to engage others in in the brokenness that's all around you amen people are hurting they need a church home uh have an uh, online convention coming up this week. Uh, we will text and let you know about. Uh, it's not a major convention, which we normally have, and that was oh, this year. It was supposed to be in, where was it supposed to be? Colorado.
1: Okay.
0: Amen. But it was canceled due to the coronavirus, but they're having a, a small convention uh, uh, for our leadership, and it's open to everyone online, where they're, they're bringing in our new president of Foursquare, of our organization. And uh, so you will see uh, the top, amen, of our leadership is sworn in, I don't like to say sworn in, but to, to be brought in, the transition of power is what I mean. So that's coming up. And uh, so let's keep that in mind. Let us keep, keep in mind uh, also uh, our surroundings, our people that we haven't seen, we haven't heard of. Also this summer, by God's grace we're having a baptism we have four baptism candidates that will be baptizing I like the old song take me to the water amen also uh, so that, to say that we may be going uh, to another church to do this and in all we yet practicing uh Social distance, amen. Uh, so that may be coming up sometime this summer. I don't know when. I don't have a date. I don't have a, a, a provision for a million. Uh, we may even go out to the beach. I don't know what to do it wherever there's water, amen. And to baptize, amen. So keep that in mind. it's stay prayerful, amen. We we're, we're Going forward, even when we move back like, into a building, we will still continue live streaming. Also, we will also be encouraging each other because we're outside the walls. Amen. That's what we're about. We, we don't want to be boxed in in a sense where it's us for no more. Our job is to go and to make disciples, and each one of us should be reaching one. Amen. And let the Spirit of God lead you. He order our steps. Amen. And we are to intentionally. She mentioned about going to the grocery store, going here, going there. We are. We see people. We are to intentionally engage. Amen. That's one thing we don't want. We don't want nobody to die and go to hell. When you had an opportunity, to even get to say, hey, Jesus loves you. That could open up a conversation because you don't know what people are doing, of how they feel on the inside, the brokenness. And that one word, I talked on the phone to somebody, who called me, and it was the wrong number. And we began to call. And I didn't realize what I was, who I was talking to. But the individual was about to commit suicide. But God intervened. If I were to say, I'm sorry, wrong number, I never knew. I never had I never knew there was an opportunity to witness that I could have helped. So be mindful. Don't be just thinking about yourself. You know what true joy is, and I'm about to close. True joy is Jesus first, others second, and yourself last. Now understand in the same sense. God, family, and then everything else. And also, we are the family of God. Amen. I am so excited for what God is about to do within the body of Christ all over the land. Minister Jackson, once again, thank you for obedience and for love. Word of give her give her a hand. You're just honoring those who preach the gospel. Amen. God bless you. I here. Do we have any other? Uh brother Richard and your your lovely wife. If you hang around a little longer, we're gonna claim you. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. You know we're gonna claim it. Amen. You already a family, but uh, we're here to to grow as a family in the body of Christ. In the body of Christ, the Bible says by this, all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. Amen. Amen. I want you to know that that uh, we thank God for you. Amen. And I know you may have a church home, that's fine. Amen. I wouldn't dare take nobody from their church home if they're not if they're working in their church home. But sometimes you know what? You raise your children, and after a while you want them to go out. <laughs> Amen. Let me tell you, everybody in the church, we are not the warehouse people. Sometimes, it was good. I hear people say, well, my church. Okay, your church. Okay, but really, is it your church? It's God church and sometimes God take you from here yes, he and he'll move you over here okay. yep. and sometimes you may not even like over here but God placed you there uh-huh. make a little story short i try to make this sweet the children of Israel was in exile in Babylon and God, and they were praying that God will bring them out of exile, out of Babylon, in a foreign land. I'm not preaching again. Okay? <laughs> okay? And so, they were waiting for God to bring them out. There were prophets, and people came and said, God's not going to leave you. God's God not going to leave me here and all. But you know what God told them to do? Even though it was a place that didn't like to be and it was an exile in Babylon, was not a friendly nation for them. God said, stay there. He said, stay there. Make it, make life there. Has anyone Some, I I say, on it, say that sometimes God takes you from here, he places you sometimes not where you want to be. That's true. But there are seasons in our lives. There's purpose that God has. It's about his purpose, not our purpose. See, because I have seen churches have a lot of preachers up there. And that one church. When the whole world is going to hell in the hand mm-hmm. You know? So you hang around proclaiming <laughs> <driving> you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we thank God for you uh any anything else uh we had a we had a kind of rough start but it, it, you see why you see why also the Bahamas was in the house also for a while amen I don't know what they still on the line amen but we thank God for that each and every one of you amen uh nothing else. All minds are clear. Thank God for those who are on the conference line. Lorenzo, I heard you. Amen. And uh, and, and plus, uh, we been so grateful for what God is doing in each one of our lives. And, uh, and also, we need some problems also. So that's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. God bless you. Father, we thank you for this time that you have given us. We thank you for the word, and we thank you for your messenger. God, we thank you for everything that you've done, doing, and about to do. God, we pray, Heavenly Father, for your will, not our will, be done. We give you all the glory and the praise. God, throughout the remaining of this month, God, be with us and for us. Lead us and guide us. God, put people in our way that we can minister to. God, help us to exercise on the social media, oh, God, in reaching others. God, bless our families. I pray in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Now unto him that is able to keep us from falling. And present the focus for the presence of his glory. To the honor of my God, our Savior, in glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. I bless you, dear heart. You are dismissed.